What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back, geeks, gamers, ninjas, and robots. This is Horse Play Live. <laughs> All right. Today is Thursday, <laughs> June twenty, June twenty fifth, two thousand fifteen. This episode eighty, entitled Mori Three Talk and the Future of Gaming. What's up, guys? Before we get into all that fun ahead on this episode, I am joined by everyone's favorite filthy hardcore casual, the man himself, the one and only Yogi Zilla. What's up, big guy? That was kind of extended. Yeah. I gotta switch it up a little bit here and there. Of course. Dragon, Black Dragon in the house. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? We're filling up already. Filling up quickly. We are. I know. It's awesome. Hey, Spouse. What are we doing? So, what you been up to, man? I'm going to try to avoid the usual rants we get into the beginning. I think we'll cover it in the topics today. But it's been, it's been pretty cool. I mean, other than uh, the usual offenders, uh, family drama, you know. Family tends to be very sassy. People overreact about little things. We can end hills into mountains and whatnot. But, uh, and, and Comcast, man, they've been on top of the exorbitant. I believe that's the word. Charges that I have, they like throttle my connection on top of it, and then it disconnects and or or shuts down altogether. Like it's like, wow, why am I paying you guys this much again? And it's like people are. Uh, someone made a good point. Like, have you considered business? Uh, people mentioned this. Um, IB Lab being one of them. What up? What up, IB Lab? But uh, they said, have you considered a business grade? And I'm like, I can't even justify it. Just because I, I like I, I don't even feel like I should have to upgrade to business gra- grade to get just decent internet like I had before with other residential ISPs, you know. So we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about that. It's, 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 I think it's, there's a lot of things we need to raise awareness of, kind of rally the people. Um, yeah, how's your week been? Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. We've been uh, gaming like crazy. We're see us going it off with the team, and and um, got a little bit more now. We moved. Uh, we got a new simulator game for my birthday. Uh oh. So, so, um, yes, my birthday was this past Sunday. Yes, and it was Father's Day, so I had kind of like a double day all to me. 
and it was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> but um, we're we're doing we're having fun. We got a train simulator now, <laughs> which is really cool, but it's real time. So if you don't like somebody rolling, like you don't like watching me adjusting speed and just rolling down the track, this game's not for you. Because <laughs> it's actually if it says it's going to take. You know, if you got to go 60 miles, it's going to take an hour in a train. And it actually, it's real time. So that's, and that's why I like it. So, um, we are going to be doing a couple streams of that on, you know, personal channels and everything like that. And, um, but yeah, uh, we've just been having some fun, man. Really. We're together with some of the, the, you know, different members and gang and, you know, everybody's coming on TeamSpeak and just having fun. Arc is kind of really slow right now because I still can't figure out the server aspect of it. Um, even though I have somebody helping me and it's still kind of, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm ner not more, I'm more nervous than anything, really. Yeah, yeah. Just about the ARC server, like, I don't know, I don't want to let people down, you know, so. It, it, it's a shame when you do things like that as a public service and then. And then people yell at me like, what the fuck are you doing, OB? Like, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Good. It, it, yeah, you can't do you it's can't do gravy. something out of just kindness anymore. It's all gravy though, not the white. It's all gravy. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you could you could always guarantee. Uh, the the internet will complain if they if they have room to complain about anything. Yeah. Oh, you're a proser, or the the this 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 design is is crappy, or that logo sucks, or blah blah blah. It's like, but well, what are you doing? When you look at it, they will be bitched about. Yeah, it's like, okay. It's just how it's like Murphy's law me, for the internet. Somebody told me this today um, that if if somebody's gonna bitch about something or complain about something, it doesn't matter. It's how you perceive it yourself. So do you think it's bad? Oh my god, my world's ending. Oh, then yeah. that's on you. You have to perceive it that way. So, and you know, so. The, the people that constantly criticize like that. And always have to be know-it-alls and whatnot. They're usually the people that are doing the least with their life. Like, they're just miserable, so they want everybody else to be miserable. That's really what it is. Like, well, what are you doing? Show me what you could do. Or it's just some kid that's sitting at home in mommy's and daddy's dime, playing the computer that mommy and daddy bought him, and being little, what was what was the, the term? Script kitties or whatever it was? Script kitties, you know, just, yeah. Just, just Script kitties or packet kitties, yeah. You know, um... But, you know, it's all good. So we're out. This is Horseplay Live, guys. We're going <laughs> to rock it out. Yeah. Tonight on the show, though, <laughs> we got some good. We're going to dig deep. Like, deep. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you get wet. <laughs> Actually, means. <laughs> all right. We're going to dig deep, guys. <laughs> what net neutrally naturally means uh, for customers, big businesses, gamers. Um, everybody has forgotten about E3 already, which was, it's really a shame because, uh, E3 had some really great stuff. We're going to talk about some games that are on the horizon, some stuff that's coming out over the next year. Um, and then finally, uh, for this, for real this time, we are going to do it. We are going to do hashtag dust off. So hopefully, yes, we are going to do it this time because we say it every episode and then we don't do it because we ran on something. So, um, oh, oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot. I am sorry for this. We're going to have a little bit of light news. I know. Ah, it's okay. So, <laughs> if you guys are new to the show today, uh, just your first time here, welcome to our celebrity! Woo! 
I don't know, I was gonna do something different. No, I was gonna do something different. You saw me open my mouth and I was like, nah, it's cool. But, oh yeah, oh, I was supposed to make a weird sound, right? Horseplay Live is where geeks come to play and get in trouble. Uh, we are the flagship talk radio show for the Gigantics Network in collaboration with AllGames.com. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture, culture with a special focus on indie and strategy games, technologies, social issues that geeks face every day, and of course, community events. And God, do we rant. Hashtag rant. Yes, that's us. If you don't, if we're not rant, we're not Horseplay Live. Sometimes mm. we even talk about tabletop and retro gaming. I know we do a big retro night on Friday night with Yogizilla. And, Word. of course, if we don't do it, we have food <laughs> that we talk about just because we normally get hungry about 45 minutes to an hour into the show. Yeah, so, that's about right. <laughs> but just because. So, Yogi, why don't you tell it a little bit more about uh, about the show as a whole? I'm being requested to do my bit again, so I'm going to do it the way I usually do it. Woo! There you go. So, yeah, we're live and uncut. Crazy things may happen. You know, we got show notes. They're pretty hefty show notes, but they're mainly just talking points. Uh, we, we, we deviate a lot from them. Uh, Obi, not so much. But me, I just kind of use them as a baseline. As a result, we may say something offensive. And, you know, we do realize it's a hypersensitive world that we live in. Everybody's offended or bothered by something. Everybody has to complain about something we mentioned earlier. But, you know, we hope that the people that are drawn to us keep an open mind. And uh, just realize that it's all about having fun, you know, and, and, and enjoying some shenanigans. Because, you know, with a name like, you know, Horseplay, shenanigans are abound. Uh, I mean, Horseplay had, you know, had nothing to do with playing with horses. I mean, if, you, if you're a farmer or you, you race horses or you spend a lot of time uh, doing the OTB, you know, on-track betting, whatever. You know, if you like horses or you're My Little Pony fan, you know, you're Brony, that's all good, too. We ain't judging. Come as you are. Just remember that this is what we're about. We're just talking about geek, geeky stuff, tech, gaming, you know, everything, you know, social issues that geeks face, all, all that stuff like Obi said. Yep. Word. The ad lib. Yeah, a little bit of, little bit of ad lib. Little, little, little song, little song, I mean, here and there. Switch it up a little bit. I don't want to, I don't want us to become robotic. No. You know, we have some staples that we keep doing, but you know, yeah. There you go, Obi. Not, not, not your turn, Obi. Now you do your thing. play live. Is every Thursday at 11 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific on Twitch channels, Geeky Antics and Yogizilla. Sorry about that, my mic was going crazy. Horseplay Live replay <laughs> now. You guys can check that out Thursdays at 5 p.m. on AllGames.com. That's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Go check that out. Give us a listen for about five minutes. We very much greatly appreciate it. Word. Yeah, yeah I think we went up to. The twelfth spot last week. Nice. The thing that the, the thing that I find down from like twenty, right? Well, the thing that I find funny is that there's people that are tuning in right before us, and it's and another at other times for shows that don't even have new content, like they're repeats. Mm-hmm. Like this, I'm talking about like months or years old. That makes me a little sad. Come on, people, show us some love. It's okay. They don't love us no more. You little bastards. Don't make me come get you. Yeah, and you can listen to it on a mobile device, you know, on the tablet, you know, when, while you're on the go. It's mm-hmm. very convenient, you know, because the, the All Games live feed actually works on, via Stitcher. They have the live station, so you can listen to it anywhere you can get Stitcher. Which, by the way, the consoles really need to integrate 
Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. They have iHeartRadio for the most part and Pandora, but mm, those are not the best podcast apps, I feel. Anyway, that's a a rant for another time. Anyhow. What do we got? So crazy. What we got next? What to do? Oh, my bad. Y'all so crazy. You left that lazy. I know, for real, right? Okay, anyway, we're going to get right in. I'm working on new voices. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I so, see. right into it right in the air right now. It's time for the obligatory news with Yogi Zilla. Ding! I was ready for you. I was ready for you. So, uh, Dads of Destiny, uh, they're hosting a cystic fibrosis charity stream. The, uh, they're calling it the Breathe Easy Memory Charity. Uh, in honor of the late Joshua R. Stokel. Now, I, I was not chummy and then, and then I was not aware of Joshua. Apparently he's one of the, he was one of the big, uh, Destiny streamers. And it's amazing, um, that's why I've come to appreciate the game more. Like, even though I, you know, Obi knows how I feel about MMO type games, even though this is the MMO light, you know, I, I've, I appreciate it because the community really does rally together. It seems like there's a lot of synergy there, regardless of what platform you're on. On, I mean, when I go to Destiny streams, there's a mixed crowd. There's people that are on PS4, Xbox One. Some people that don't even can't even play Destiny because they're on PC strictly, you know, or they haven't gone to next gen and they don't want to get on the current gen system or whatever. Um, but it, it is on PS3 and, and, and 360. I, Xbox 360. I, I forget about that all the time, but uh. You know, it's just amazing, you know, the way people get together. This is the nice side of the internet. So this uh, Saturday at noon, they just extended it for 48 hours instead of 24 hours. Saturday at noon, uh, noon Eastern, I believe, they're starting it up. And I was surprised uh, when I Googled this, there was only one article that came up dedicated to it. By Polygon, no less. Uh, and say what you will about Polygon, they're on top of things. They have their finger on the community. Uh, you may not like their opinions and... You know how snobbish they sound sometimes, but they 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 cover a wide array of con- of, of topics and content. But uh, we're gonna see if we can work with them. If not, stream as part of the uh, the rotation. Because um, they have a different schedule you can sign up for. Uh, they're doing it like in shifts. But uh, yeah, po- Polygon uh, Polygon covering. We're gonna see if we could work with uh, Dads of Destiny. And I love that. Like, family first gamers. Dad's Destiny. I like, like, I love that. Cause that's something we're, we're all about. So, so, sadly, a short notice. If we had, if I had known sooner, I probably would have set th- something up. Cause you need to do an overlay for it to get people to, to donate. Otherwise, I would just, you know, stream straight from my Xbox. I do have a PVR, but I set it up. So I'm going to see if I can stream. But if not, I would like to see if they, if they would give us a blurb, a banner, something we could put up on the website to raise awareness and we could write like a short article on it. Okay, there's nothing really out there on Google. It's weird. Everything that comes up is about, you know, research for cyst- cystic, cystic fibrosis. Yeah. Cystic fibrosis. Uh, which, by the way, is basically, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's a genetic disorder. I'm actually grabbing this from somewhere. That affects mainly the lungs, but also other organs. I knew it affected the lungs. But I didn't know like, it also affect other organs, uh, like so many different organs. I know the pancreas is one of the m- main areas. And, and I know people that have been affected by this. It's his home for me. My second wife, um, <laughs> my second wife, um, her child had cystic fibrosis. 
uh, I quit smoking for him. So, wow. Uh, yeah, it's really a big sacrifice. <laughs> basically, what happens is um, your your liver, not your liver, your was it your pancreas makes little makes little um, <sighs> makes things for your. I have to get the terms and all that stuff out for it, but basically, it affects your lungs. It it like we had to give him little little pill like little pallets, um, like he was actually in a pill. We had to take apart and put the little. Uh, enzymes, I guess they're called. Your pancre- his pancreas doesn't create the proper enzymes yeah. for him, for his lungs. So therefore, he has to do breathing treatments three to four times a day. Like I said, I had to quit smoking uh, cigarettes and just, you know, everything. Um, it's it's a very severe case. I mean, you guys will see me every now and then. I'll stream with a shirt, a red shirt that says, um, uh, it's, it has a horseshoe on it and it says cystic fibrosis on it. You know, um, and because I used to do that, we used to with some people down in, when I lived cross country, we used to do a, a horse ride, um, a bareback, not a bareback ride, but a, a, a ride basically down the center of the interstate, which in oh, high right now that I think about was pretty stupid, but, oh, uh, damn. and we go like miles. So it's, it's a severe, I mean, but if we can, if we can definitely raise awareness for it, I would be honored to, to be a part of that. So yeah, yeah like everybody else in chat and, and hell, part of the gang would be honored to be doing that. I feel like everyone, you know, you get a lot of people that do these charity streams just because they know it's good publicity and they don't really care about the issues, but we authentically care. Like, I feel like everyone I've run into in all my circles of friends and family, they either have uh, diabetes, fibromyalgia, or cystic fibrosis. Like, it's so common. And I was, and then I did a little more research, and apparently one in ten babies, I believe now, that, that seems really high. One in ten babies are affected by it. I'm like, really? That can't be right. Well, it's a genetic disorder, so yeah, it's one of those ones where it's it's becoming more and more common. As, and I'm gonna just say this because it's the only way I can say it without sounding like a dumbass. As more people uh, grow and grow up, and they meet people from you know, as more of the species intertwines with each other, more the people that started it are you know having children and stuff like that. I mean, it's, that kind of makes me sound stupid, too, but still, it's just basically people are, you know, you have that little strain, and then you got to realize that it can only be activated, really, that has one another person in it. Like, the person my, that has that second, strain? My second wife, um, uh, Luke, which is his name, um, God bless, um, Luke is, his dad had that strain, too, so putting both strains together from X and Y gave it to Luke. You know so I mean? it's almost like a recessive trait where it's not dominant. Parents kind of have to have it, from what I, from how I was told. Now, if I'm wrong in this, please somebody say that's not how it is. But from what I understand and what from talking to the doctors and then even my my ex-wife doing, you know, doing all that it was, you know, that's how I kind of perceived it. Like both parents had to have it. So maybe that's the context. Maybe it's the context. If both parents have it, they have a one in ten chance that one of the babies will have it. Yeah, but it's the, like I like if I have cystic fibrosis, if I have any kids, I my kids are more likely guaranteed not to have it because I have it, kind of thing. Because it kind of but skips it's generations. The, it's the point. It's the point where for a person to have cystic fibrosis, and I've met, I've met people literally that are thirty years old with cystic fibrosis. You can live, but it's really, really hard. Really, really hard road to toe. Man, that's rough, but. You know, if if you are a Destiny streamer, 
you know, and this is a game, you know, uh, that everybody, I've been very uh, honest. I, I have a love-hate relationship with it, but I have put a lot of time into it. Scaled back a little bit, and I will be reporting in with some of my minutes to kind of share where, where I feel, uh, I'm at with the game and what I, you know, what I feel has changed or not. But, um, you know, this community is something special. And, uh, <laughs> there's a few things in the, in the chat I want to mention real quick. Uh, Black, Black Dragon said, there's a nice side to the incident. Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have mentioned that already. But yeah, there definitely is a nice side. We're seeing it here. And, uh, Ivy Lost says, so it's like Sickle Cell. Yeah, but Sickle Cell is not as common anymore. I can barely hear anything about that. This is like pretty common. It's pretty pervasive. So yeah, if you're, if you're a Destiny streamer, was that Obi? Go ahead. If you're a Destiny streamer and you could handle the wee hours, cause I think that's the only thing that's available right now. Go ahead. Check out uh the schedule. Uh actually you can contact Kevin from the Worst Radio Show because I think he's helping coordinate with the Dads of Destiny and he's very involved with that community. Um and then just try si- signing up for the, to help the cause. All you gotta do is stream and just promote it, you know. And you don't have to stream, you could just maybe just promote it, put a blog post up. And they need they need the web presence, Kevin. It's not nearly enough mention out there. You know, and our our website gets tons of traffic. So I'm gonna say, Hey, you wanna get a you know Put together something like we could put something in something. Just give us the talking points, and then we'll put something together. Put a little polish, maybe some images in there. Give us some some images you'd like us to use, maybe, and then or a video, and then we'll just pop it in there. Like you know, 500 words, bam, just get it out there and then share it. You know, because we get tons of traffic and I'll get eyeballs on it. Because definitely want to, to see this kind of cause uh, succeed, and at least very least raise awareness. But uh, uh, just want to make sure that we gave everybody a heads up because we know lots of people. That, that we know are affected by this terrible disease. Um, yeah, but uh, on to happier. Okay, I got, actually, I, I read, I read the stat wrong. It's one in every 3,000 newborns. I don't know where I got the 10 from, but still, that's really, really high. That's really high. Where did I get the 10 from? Lord knows. I must be reading something else earlier. But yeah, one in 3,000 is, that's, that's huge. Most, Diseases you hear of, you know, it's like one in a million, or one in ten thousand, one in a hundred thousand, three thousand. That that means someone in your neighborhood has it, guaranteed. Right. So, so Dragon did look it up. You are right about it, Obi. It requires two with a mutated mutated gene or two carriers to activate it in a kid. So that should have a kid within us. I bet you. I bet huh. you here within a little while, like the first, you know, the next couple of years or something, they're gonna they're gonna actually put up a. Uh, a test. Like, they have it now, but you have to, like, specifically ask for it. Yeah. But I, I bet they're actually going to be like, hey, this is something that you should get tested for. Just in case you have that gene. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be something to where it would be, you know, it would suck about having a kid, and you can try it if you want to, but if you do have a kid, you, they're probably going to have cystic fibrosis. You know, it's interesting you mention that, because when you go for a checkup, something we take for granted, but unless you ask your doctor or mention some of the symptoms you'll be feeling or some of the changes you're experiencing, they won't run other tests. You have to specifically ask them, like, for, for you know, for you youngins that are sexually active and not using protection, why, I don't know, but, you know, heat in the moment, eh, it happens to all of us. But, you, you know, they won't test you for STDs unless you ask for it. Be proactive, people. That's why the, raising awareness is so important. You know, if you start, sometimes some things don't show symptoms. You might have something, might not even know it. Sometimes you may want to just say, hey, let me just, you know, if, a lot of things, you can circumvent it with early detection. I mean, it's not one of those cases to get it's genetic, it's hereditary, you know, you can catch it, but still, you know, 
be aware of where you're at so you can, you know, adjust your lifestyle. So, in, in, in happier news, uh, Arkham Knight dropped, and the big drama is that the PC version is broken. So, playing on a PS4, Xbox One, BFT is saying he's loving it. And he was just talking about, like, he's, you know, he was saying, that's the first thing he said in the chat after saying hello and good evening. And then he said, uh, then he was talking about Destiny. He said, I think Destiny needs to get rid of the RNG for the loot drops. Uh, base materials are easy as hell to get. But once you need the rare materials, no reliable way to do it. Uh, and then I, and I actually corrected him because House of Wolves fixed a lot of that, those issues. Uh, it's easier to ascend weapons and make them, uh, current and viable for PvP and PvE. So, uh, House of Wolves was really good about that. BFT just said too that he has zero problems on PC. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I know other people that are playing on PC, so, but it was been a, it's been a big blow up. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he said he's gonna check out Destiny, come back to it after he's done with Arkham Knight. Uh, he said it's minor slowdown on the big fights, but no big issues outside of that on Arkham Knight. Yeah, and I know people that are playing on it, so. They made a big thing. I think there were there were some issues with distribution because some people pre-ordered it and got screwed out of the pre-order. Like they pre-ordered the Red Hood edition, and then the 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 company I'm not gonna drop names, but it's you know a lot of the common companies made mistakes. Said, oh, we are sold out of the the uh, Batmobile edition, and they just canceled the order. So like they're waiting for it on release day. That's the I mean it's really the only reason you pre-order not because the perks for pre-ordering are crap. And I, I keep saying, pre-order is not a good deal for the consumer. I'd rather just wait. You know, yeah, you're going to miss on the zeitgeist, but don't make these companies rich. You know, so let someone else be the early adopter. Unless you have money to blow like that, then sure. But for the rest of us... Nobody I know. We're all cheap bastards. Yeah. Yep. But what can you do? Okay. Yes, I am. But, you know, I, I get, I get it. It's nice to be part of the water cooler conversations. Like, I'm playing all the, all the games I'm playing on Xbox One are like, old, you know, like, like the most current game maybe Sunset Overdrive and Farming Simulator 15. But, uh, you know, it's not like that's the stuff that people are talking about. And which I'm fine because they're fun games. That's all that matters to me. So, if you're not part of the Xbox preview program, BTW. You should download the app and join in. This is uh, one of the things they really emphasized during E3. But uh, it's, it's just great because I've been getting codes sent to me right on my Xbox Live inbox. I don't know if it has to do it because I'm, you know, media or whatever, but they've been sending me, like, codes for free stuff. I'm like, sweet! You know, in-game content and beta codes and all that stuff. Like, awesome! So that, I recommend that you get into it yeah, because well, you can hook me up when I get my Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, see if you have one already, I would have hooked you up with a uh, Gears of War uh, Ultimate Beta code. Oh man, that'd be awesome! But hey, it's all good. <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of stuff to enjoy once you get I, I joined. I can do it on 360. I just don't want to start everything until I get that Xbox One because it's you know up to date kind of thing. But I don't, I don't know. I could do it on 360 if I really wanted to, but then I have to get a capture card and all that other bullshit. Uh, Nah, that's a whole other ball game. That's too much money. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, that's not much else in the not much else news in gaming or tech, which is what we usually try to talk to here in the news. Uh, the news wire has actually been pretty devoid of goodies. At least things that stood out for me. Uh, I mean, I looked at the usual stuff, usual press releases, and 
nothing, nothing much to really. I mean, I think everybody blew their load going into E3 and at E3. So, quiet times. So it's good for us. And before too, I blew my load before E3. <laughs> Just before E3. I know. <laughs> really. <laughs> well, anyway, it's your, it's your turn. Now it's your turn to talk. I'm going to check the chat and see what's going on over here. Of course, definitely. Guys, if you guys can't join us live, I think this is where we're at. Yep. If you guys can't join us live, we it's the best way to experience all our geeky antics and all our shenanigans that we have. You guys can give us some... Um, uh, send us some tweets. Obi One X Two at Yogizilla, at Geeky Antics, at Worst Radio Show, and Janelle Number Five, where you guys can reach us on. Um, as always, but like I said, the best way to experience all this is being here live. Because if you're not, you don't hear the funny shit that I say all the time when I'm trying to read something and I just totally screw it all up. Not so, my fault. Uh, uh yeah, and some of it's his fault, but it's okay. <laughs> but if you guys can, otherwise, you guys can join us. On the uh, official HQ, uh, which is geekyantics.net, you guys can comment, share, um, you know, and join us on the forums, guys. We really want to see and love to hear what awesome geeks think. Uh, Yogi, what about you? So, yeah, we got we got some uh, new content. We just got the article from Craft and Gang. Uh, I think the Real Shade is the author. Uh, but Craft presented it to us through the Heroes of the Storm Build Guide dot com. That's a that's a mouthful. <laughs> you want to get that keyboard, that link juice. But uh, they wrote a nice little piece about Heroes of the Storm as a League of Legends player, and this is uh, from the perspective of uh, a Diamond player. But he was actually really nice about what he said about the game. There's only one thing I, I didn't agree with, but it, it wasn't so much what he was saying, but it's how he said it, it could come off the wrong way. Like he said something about it being a ca- a casual game or casual friendly, and that's true. It is casual friendly, but a lot of people try- see that and they see, oh, it's not a deep game. There's not a lot of replay value. Not challenging, and that's definitely not true. Uh, but we still have tons more stuff coming. I don't even know where to start. I mean, I'm not even gonna get into it right now, but we might have some Destiny content coming, some reviews. Uh, we might. Uh, I th- I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do that little bit about the Dad's uh, Destiny uh, charity stream. Try to get that out before the weekend. Uh, so hopefully, you guys remind me to get that done. Uh, there's another one. There's another one I wanted to get out there. Maybe get maybe uh, we have a, a, a Farming Simulator 15 um, review over at AllGames.com. Probably just gonna put an excerpt of that on our website to kind of give that more love and, and generate more comments. But uh, I put a lot of effort into that. I put a lot of photos in there, and uh, I, I did yeah, scores uh, and everything. I'm going to get out there and comment either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I, shout, I, I shouted I, you I, out, too. I did. I seen that, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on that. Actually, I'll do it right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah, make sure you sign up over there, too. On uh, We keep talking about geekyants.net, but allgames.com, they have a similar setup to us, and uh, you could uh, earn points and leave comments and... Uh, Derek welcomes everyone to contribute to that blog. Uh, so yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Before I go any further about our, the stuff in the pipelines. Right, we don't want to ruin any. We don't want to give anything away exactly. Last but not least, guys, you guys can voicemail us at 206. That's 1206 415 4987. 
Um, we are we are really we're going worldwide. Well, we are worldwide with this show. So uh, be in mind that it is a a phone number for us. Uh, it's us based. So don't forget. Uh, but if you guys do, we will play your uh, your message live. Um, if you guys are shy, it's okay. You guys can email us too. Email is at mail at geekantics.net. Um, and then, of course, we'll respond to those emails on the perspective, the per, per, perspective shows. Perspective. Respective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, are we going to bring anybody in today? Uh, I don't, know, I don't think I saw anybody in there. Let me double check. What? There's two women. One's allowed. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, the Rakdos. The Lord of the Rakdos. Yeah, let's 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 bring him in now. So I had the raw screen up. <laughs> and shout out to Shadow Wolf nineteen ninety nine, who wants us to know that he's a demon that can control darkness, not a wolf. I, I believe that is, I, if I'm not mistaken, is that Lord Rakdos's brother? So it is. Yes. Yeah, I've been playing with him. I've been playing a lot with him on Farm Simulator. So, uh, what's up? Cool. Man? We're finally. We're glad he finally made it this way, but uh, yeah, let's just jump. We we usually do, at this point, we, if you're not, if you're new to the show, we usually do a man crushes, man crushes and geek girl where we kind of shout out our favorite members of the geek, geeky community. But uh, I want to jump right into our next segment, Obi. Yeah, go ahead. You're not you're not gonna do the bit, okay? You like to do bit? This is our this is a quickie. Oh, okay. I was petting my dog. She was going crazy. Well, you don't have, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. Oh, oh yes. Quickie. I mean, you don't have to use the voice. I would have just done it. <laughs> no, no, the voice is completely necessary. I've asked people to do it for me, so people won't. So I just, I just Oh, I think I'd be loud with the way. I'd be, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. Go ahead, do it. Well, do you want it? Do you want it soft? Do you want a crescendo? Or do you want an... Oh! Ah! Oh! <laughs> That's not a quickie. Oh, geez, baby. Yeah! Man, if, if you're getting that for the quickies, good lord. That's not a quickie, dude. That's <laughs> not a quickie. It's... Oh! Quickie. Shadow Wolf. <laughs> oh, we're about to tone it down tonight because Shadow Wolf is underage. So we got to behave a little bit. No, then again, then again, the, the, the YouTube has far worse stuff these days, and vines. Just, yeah, I, we're probably tame. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, quickie, Yogi, what what do we got for the quickie today? So yeah, we're gonna talk about net neutrality and the future of gaming. Uh, this is supposed to be a quickie, but we might go deep on this. So. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How deep are we gonna go? Who knows? As well, to make sure we get some points out because there's a lot of talk about net neutrality and just the overall future of gaming and how uh, the internet infrastructure is going to, you know, improve or, I don't know, advance gaming. But uh, there's a lot of misinformation. I wanted to lead off with Forbes. I always talk about Forbes. I, I do not like Forbes anymore. <laughs> this Forbes is like... Is something that compiles a lot of what people want to hear or want to see. So, well, Forbes' target audience is, su- is suits, and su- suits usually don't, ha- don't have any clue what's going on in the real world because they live in their own weird 1% world. 
so they're out of touch with everything else. And Forbes is just as bad. Like these guys, when they talk about stuff, they write very eloquently. The presentation is great, but gosh, they are so misinformed. So this is what Forbes says. They say that net neutrality is stupid. Oh, actually, no. They said net neutrality verbatim. They said, this is the title of the article, Why Net Neutrality is a Dumb Idea. So stupid quote incoming. I'm going to link this to you guys so you can read this on your own free time. I'm just going to let you know if you're scared about your brain cell count, you know, maybe you put on a helmet or something. Um, we don't want you. One argument which trumps all others, why neutrality is a good thing. What's that? You sound a little low again, bro. Hmm? Do what Do what oh, you did last week to sound clear. Towards the end of the show, you sounded so good. Talking to the mic. Kiss it. How's that? Don't forget the tongue. Sounds the same. Don't forget the tongue. You sound the same. How's that? A little better. There you go. What were you saying? Oh, uh, one net neutrality is a good thing. Freeborn. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Now, here you go. Here you go. This is what Forbes said. Wouldn't it be great if a two-bedroom, 2,000-square-foot apartment on Park Avenue cost the same as one in Queens? Or if a front-row ticket to a Broadway show cost the same as one in a mezzanine? Wouldn't it be great if you could buy a new BMW for the same amount as a new Hyundai? Or Hyundai? Or if the price of a Harvard education were equal to one from your local community college? These things are priced differently. They are not neutral. Nothing is neutral in the free market economy. And when I read this, all I could think of is this dude trying to call net neutrality commun communism? Like, seriously? Did you really just go there? Yeah, he did. He did. Now, he... There, there's some semblance. You're probably not going to like it. You'll agree, but you won't like it. But there's some semblance to his point. His his execution sucks, though. Yeah, like, I get what he's trying to go for. And I yeah. think net neutrality, the way it's currently being positioned and proposed and by the FCC sucks. Well, it's, yeah, it sucks. It, net neutrality, the way it's intended, and the way many of us, the proponents of it, want it, well, the way we want it to be is very different. Because the net neutrality that they're trying to propose is actually making ISPs happy. Because what it's going to do is essentially position, and it has a past. I don't know where people are getting all this information about its past. It's, it's a done deal. I like, I mean, I, we have a friend that... There, I mean, there's some reality to what they're saying, but finish your point, and, and then... Well, yeah. first of all, even if the bill passes, it's, it's, it doesn't mean it's going to take effect right away. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy to enforce. You know, that's a lot of things. That people don't have realistic expectations. Here's the thing, though. Agreed. The, 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 the basic premise is that the way net neutrality is being proposed right now by the, by the government and, and all the powers that be is that it'll be... It'll, tr it'll make you know, the internet more of like a utility thing where it's metered and you pay for the service that you want or use and all this stuff. Uh, that's kind of playing around with how that works is it pay as you go or everybody gets the same quality of service and you pay for more if you want have greater needs. I prefer the latter because pay as you go is, is terrible. But you know, if, I, I think there's a simple, what it should be is, you know, you, you don't have any hidden costs, no payment switching. Because my ISP, Comcast, and in some markets, they charge Xbox uh, connectivity fees. Right. In some, in some markets, they have data allowances. And mm -hmm. 
I have to use my cell phone. I use my cell phone more than I use my home internet for a lot of things. Like when I'm streaming video, strictly cell phone. And then either I use my cell phone or I use my cell phone as a hotspot and then use the tablet or another device, Roku, whatever. Because I don't want to make them richer because of that. And then part of the reason they're doing it is because they're angry that people are canceling cable subscriptions. Well, maybe if they didn't have all these crazy hidden charges and they didn't have terrible customer service, people will keep the subscriptions. But people are canceling the cable because they don't want to lose their internet. That's what they're not getting. So, I mean, there, to me, the long and short is this. People don't even understand that there's, what, five companies that actually control the entire backbone. And yeah. everybody else is just buying leases on that massive backbone. Right. Those so, are the tier one providers. Right. See, you smell me. Okay, so... I mean, you're looking at that, that's one. So most people really don't even know where this internet is coming from. That, And, and it's massive. It's kind of like asking AT&T to fix all the plain old telephone lines now that nobody uses. <laughs> yeah. And they spent millions of dollars the on The POTS them. lines. Oh, I yeah, miss those from my telecom days. Right. So um, what some people who have been very bright have proposed is that normal consumers who don't, up until Netflix and, and services like that kind of consume the market, people could literally, the average you know internet user could literally survive on a decent channel sent down like a POTS line if they'd have really worked on that. I know you're thinking DSL, I just hear me out. But if that <laughs> had actually been worked on, there are people who could literally live off of that. It was known as dial-up back in the day. Yeah. You have some people who they, they, instead of using the cable lines to get their television, they're doing it across the internet. So now you've got all this open bandwidth on cable lines. Once again, you could be sending a, a signal down the cable line that's not being used right now. Yep. And, and take some weight off of the backbone. Yep. You have the people who game. They're, they're very plugged into the digital age. So they use. And their- gaming is one of the least resource intensive things, unless you're downloading. The digital okay, copies. You know I'm but, you know, so you've got that those people right there. They're probably going to be your Google Fiber cities. And you've got cities out there who are working with big companies like Google where the local government is trying to find a way to make it almost like a city benefit, part of the, you know, the um, give tax breaks. So that, you know, because there is a cost for making sure that you've got quality, you know, equipment as fast as we're, we're um, you know, we're evolving. So let, let, me, so, let me stop it right there because that... When you see those tiers, that's where when people go net neutrality, trying to make everybody equal doesn't make sense. But when I say the tiers like that, then isn't that net neutrality? Because you've got people who have different needs. They just don't need to be on gigabit speeds. They're never right, right. Use it. So here's the thing. So there's a lot of things you mentioned here, so I don't okay. want to go any further. Right, right, right. All right so, so, all right. Now, where do we even start from there? Now, if you Google Comcast sucks, pretty much 99% of the world that actually has used Comcast extensively hates it. And most of the people are stuck with them because they have a monopoly. That is not neutral. See, this is what this asshole doesn't re- realize. It's not about neutrality in pricing or, or, or fair pricing. Right. Uh, people are willing, like you said, they're willing to pay for more if they're getting the quality of service. But here, you're not getting quality of service, and on top of it, you're getting, you know, hitting fees left and right. So I'm getting, I have a data allowance, 
And then when I go over it, they don't, they don't, they don't no longer stop you, cut off your service. They used to cut off your service. It's, it's up to like a year they would do it if you abused it. Right. Or they used to throttle. But now what they do is they throttle and they charge you data allowances. And they start, something they throttle you before you hit that data cap. So it's like you're not getting the quality of service. You're not getting what you paid for. And then you're getting, you're paying for, you know, it's stupid. It'd be like the electric company charging you for kilowatt hours, but, you know, but, but suddenly your everything blows up because they're not feeding enough power into your grid. Because well, they, because you're in a red zone. You're probably in a zone where they're already battling problems with bandwidth as it is, bad pairs. See, uh, and you've got, and then you've got the red zones where you know they have a high turnover of like bad accounts, blah 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 blah. That that's so, that's that's part of the case, but that the the what you're describing the bad means you're in a zone. The bad zone, the bad accounts is because they're raping people. That's right. a, as you've been put it. You know, I'm just kind of breaking down. Like, if this sounds like you on your account, you're probably in a zone. <laughs> yeah, because Augusta and Atlanta, they both have this issue. Atlanta's yeah. one of the biggest cities in the United States. No matter what people want to say, it's 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 growing, and they got a lot of a lot of tech companies moving out there, and animation studios, and all kinds of stuff going out there. So they're no little town, you know. So it's it's stupid, yeah, and and. You know, they do it to themselves, but they're just nickel and diming so bad, and they're creating more delinquent accounts as a result. You know, right. now here's, here's the thing. To me, what net neutrality should be is not, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in small government. You don't want a government regulating everything and to the point where people don't know how to defend for themselves anymore, and we right. give up our rights. But they should come in whenever there is an issue of potential monopolies, like antitrust stuff. They need to, that's what they need to enforce. Because we don't want, like, there should not be a situation where people do not have alternatives. And I mean comparable alternatives. Because my alternative right now is satellite. And that's not going to work for what I do. You know, now for, for, for Tom, Dick, and Harry, again, like you mentioned, that's only surfing the web and maybe streaming video every now and then, that's fine. But I have much more advanced use, use needs than that. So I think what needs to happen, it needs to be some kind of guidelines an acceptable variance. People can still undercut prices or, or, or mark up according to what they feel is value that they're delivering. Fine. Cause that's business. All right. But, you know, make it so that people could pay for what they actually use and what they actually need. So that, you know, you don't have some asshole that doesn't realize that, you know, streaming from four devices on his home network is hogging up bandwidth. Instead, do you know spend spend family time and hey all right instead of four different people watching four different things hey let's get together and watch a movie together you know and do that kind of thing well but you know like I'm saying in that situation that's that's a that's a problem like if they then now if they want to pay the premium then they pay the premium but that's a situation where realistically they could adjust their usage habits but when it's someone like like anyone in this in this chat right now that's putting out content you know they they they're, they do youtube videos they do podcasting they do twitch streaming or whatever or you know let's talk about gaming you know digital distribution we are so not ready for all digital distribution us the us is no, number 8 in the world for broadband speeds and quality how can we be a, a, you know supposedly the world leader 
but we got shit internet. It astounds me. And when I compare prices across the world, this is why I say people need to stop making excuses. Like when you, the few people that like the troll, when people are complaining about Comcast, how they're abusive with their policies and they, and they misdirect customers and don't know, you know, they have terrible customer service, which is all true. One of the worst rated companies out there across the board for, in terms of employee practices and customer satisfaction. And there's right. a reason for that. They say, oh, well, it's a business. Well, I would hate for you to run a business because it would go bankrupt. Like, no, I, we understand business, asshole. It's not about being profitable. It's about being reasonable. Because it's better if you have collective economics where you have lots of people that are actively paying their account because they can afford it and you can still reinvest into your infrastructure right. rather than having, you know, temp- you know, when it comes to utilities, when it comes to that, you've got to have it to where it's staying near um, government involved in the specific region because all regions are different. Their disparities are different. They're going to have yeah. different you know, income bases to where one city can afford to have like the new latest hotness and there's another city that can barely put two strings in a can together. Yeah. So there has to be a certain amount where the the network itself can have some semblance of a baseline. So that's the first thing. That's that the I minimally mean. acceptable service exactly. level. And I used to be a thing that right. I remember with just residential internet. This is when T1, when T1 lines, when T1 lines were still a big thing and DSO was just coming in. You know, DSO is still viable. I, I love DSO, but that's the whole other thing. But they used to have this in the contracts, minimal level of service. And most companies to guarantee 90% uptime or better. Now you're luck, you'll be lucky if you get that. Get out of town. You know, it's such an, it's such an abuse. And it's not because the infrastructure can't handle it. It's because they're, they're doing administrative shutdowns. Uh, and throttling because you know in, in a lot of cases in more cases I mean, than not don't get me wrong don't get me wrong like I, i'm not I, i'm not trying to take the side of the corporations i just feel i want to make sure that you know it's like almost the devil's advocate neutral point is it is it fair but here's the problem i'm having the people I think that are behind putting the whole promotion on on what net neutrality really is, is using what's going on in China as a baseline. Because to be honest with you, if you really dig deep in the layers of who's lobbying about this and what's really going on, I'm sorry, it ties back to some of the people who are pushing out the stuff on the net you don't want. Yeah. Because... They're making money. And if you literally put the net neutrality into place that even tech people could agree makes sense, it would segue them into a, into an area where they're going to see a change in their financial future. They're not going to, I mean, nobody's going to stop watching porn people. That's the word I'm, I'm trying not to say. But there are <laughs> different levels of porn. And there are people in those different levels of porn that once you are able to segregate um, internet access based on a domain name, because if it's done correctly, porn wouldn't be able to have a .com. It's triple X. It's very simple to do. It's very easy to make sure that you know where you're going. It's secure. It's properly managed. But the people who make the most money would lose it. Yeah. If things were done correctly. And that's the reason why it's like, yeah, 
Comcast knows it's got problems. They do. They, they, they do. They know they need that whole house cleaned out and there's a whole lot of people who just need to jump off the bridge because literally you've got, you've already got a parachute. You'll be fine. <laughs> they got a golden parachute. <laughs> you feel me? You smell me? But the point remains is that at the end of the day, let's keep it real, people. The people who are going to lose the most money are the ones who like the system broken. How do they keep the system broken? By making you look at the people who are actually trying to fix it because the, it is a problem and it is causing a loss of money and it is causing, you know, a, a negative effect on the economy. Yeah. I mean, this is a... Who you think the bad guys are, you're not even talking to them. Here's the thing, too. with The internet has become such a huge part of our culture that it's almost as necessary. I hate to say it, it's going to sound crazy, but it's almost as necessary as oxygen. You know, if the internet doesn't get to where it needs to be at, a lot of things are going to fall apart. Yeah, fire cell is real. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the, the thing is, Comcast, like, anyone that tries to say Comcast is making smart business decisions or they're trying to defend them, I can understand play devil's advocate. I do it all the time, but don't make excuses for them. They're, they're, they are, they're, they're campaign, no, I'm saying general for people that yeah, thinking yeah, that, yeah. you know, that they are, they are, they purposely misinformed. They send, you know, key positions overseas. They bait and switch, you know, they bully. And, and on top of that, they're, they're doing, they, 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 um, Invest in small interest groups and lobbyists to to get you know make it harder for people to take legal action against them because they know what they're doing is treading a very gray area. It's 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 going on a very thin line. You know, it's 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 dirtbag is what they do. Okay, but we're not even going to go there. And so I get all that, but we don't have to fight fire with fire. And that's all I'm saying. The point that I'm making when it comes to this is that you know if if people who can vote literally just paid attention to the local government around them they don't have to take on the big issues don't 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 care about it at that point because by that point you finding the needle in the haystack of a truth is like trying to find it god with well, the Bible. well you know on that end i but think you know it's saying, right? i think it's easier to manage at a local level and obviously local is the easiest way to go but what's even more important that why don't they just break up these huge companies into baby bells like they did, you know, back in the days with, tel- with the telephone companies? I think that needs to happen. Some of these companies are too big to fail, and it's and it's bad because they... Exactly. Okay, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I said if people just started with what's going on in their local area and just pay attention to that first and those decisions, it's going to trickle up because the people who take care of what's going on around you <laughs> control a lot of the dialogue that's happening for the next tier up and the next tier up and it rolls upwards and yeah. you'll know at least what you need in your area and if people really knew and knew how to put pressure on the on the politicians that are dealing with their constituency it wouldn't be that way but you have people trying to speak on stuff and they're not even really sure what the situation is or what they really should be caring about or who they should really support because it's too big. Well, yeah, you're trying to solve the world's problems. Just work on your block first. Because literally, if people thought about it on their block, there are there are neighborhoods that have gone into agreements with companies to take care of like the utilities for for um Google Fiber. Yeah. Petition cities. Yeah. We come in and take care of it. There are cities who they got together, they took care of it, and they're t- you don't hear a word out of them. 
They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that, that's that's definitely. But you know, it's just funny, like the the expectation. When I talk to Comcast, and I hear this from so many different people, that their approach to it is a very inauthentic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we, uh, several people that work for us gave you the wrong information and, and and tricked you to go into a contract. We're sorry, but not really. But here's how you can manage your internet usage. And they're trying to tell me what to do. Like, did you, did you know that that do you do you use a lot of Netflix or Hulu? Those use yeah, a lot of bandwidth. I'm like, yeah. and I and I told, and this is where it gets the. Sh- We're gonna wrap this up soon, but this is where I know they're full of shit. My my router is it's is a almost three hundred dollar router, right? It's got staple packet inspection. It's got it's got QoS packet management. It's got it, it meters the usage. So I metered the usage at each node, and compared it to what they were saying was my data usage. They were reporting two to three times as much data as I was actually using. So then to further prove my oh, point. Yeah. I unplugged everything from the power. No one could go into my internet connection through osmosis. It's not happening. And in one day, I went from 90% usage to 100% when nothing connected. How does that happen? Of course, when I talked. Yeah, no, but still. Their systems aren't real time. I know, but for a whole 24. Oh yes, yeah. That, that's gonna be a that's gonna be the cop up. Like oh, for so for twenty four hours that that whole twenty four hours. What about if I told different forty eight hours? What's your answer then? You got forty hour de- de- delay suddenly. Yeah, cause that's the cop up. They got so many cop ups. Great, they, and they yeah. passed the buck. But you know, it's just funny. Like they try, to, they want, they expect the users to adjust to users. This is the problem. A lot of these stupid policies that only Comcast seems to be doing, because everybody else is getting rid of their data usage and the throttling because they're getting sued. No, listen, listen, listen. AT&T got sued. A bunch of other companies got sued, and and now they're they're doing it right because they they were just doing bullshit. They were just it was just bullying. There was no reason to do it other than you know they wanted people to pay for a a faster internet connection. That's all it was to create the perceived value of getting a better connection, not because their system couldn't handle it. All right. Yeah. In some cases, yeah. But, I was going to say, did you notice the two the two companies they tell you, oh, they use the most bandwidth, are the two companies that are killing them? Oh, exactly. Oh, of course. So, I'm what, saying, and they did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. Exactly. Why doesn't cable make it so you could just buy channels a la carte or give or or build your own bundle? I don't want all this fucking. I don't want all these hundreds of channels. They're bullshit. You know, maybe you could tack on a few channels that I know, like, they, they throw you that money or whatever. But, you know, I, I get how it works. They, they have to they have these partnerships or whatever. But let me pick the channels that I really want and pay for those. And then if you're sneaking some other stuff as bloatware, fine. I might eventually fit those channels. But let me get what I really want. But they, they have it. Like, they're so behind. And that's the problem. All, all these stupid policies go back to, like, around 2007, 2008, when streaming... And and uh, downloading wasn't nearly where it's at now. So like all this technology has advanced, except for the internet providers who are like herpaderp. Oh yeah, people use the internet to to view web pages, right? Yeah, they use the quarter deck mosaic and the Netscape navigator, right? That's what the kids are doing these days. Like <laughs> like what the fuck? Do you not know what people use the internet for? Like seriously? It, it oh it's so it's so funny like. What do you want me to use my internet for? Why would why 
why you give me all this speed and then slapping me on the hand when I actually use it? It's the dumbest thing ever. And the thing is, I hope, I can't wait for when the, the big studios and publishers in, game, in, in the gaming industry start lobbying against them because they're like, yo, people are not buying our multiplayer game. They're not playing online and getting our DLC. What the fuck's going on? I'm waiting for you to get to that part because the only group of people where there's enough, that's why I was focusing on the money. The only group of people who have enough to lose, especially with esports, money-wise that are completely legit and squeaky clean, is the gaming industry and the gamers. That's why I said, get involved in your local government. Don't take it from a big issue. Start small so that when everybody figures out, when the gaming companies start figuring out, wait a minute, y'all trying to cut into our profits here. When when the software companies like Microsoft are like going, hold up, wait a minute. Kind yeah. Of you, you trying to screw everybody. Yep. See the Twitch community. The Twitch community. But you, exactly, we can't fight them by ourselves. But you pit a couple of corporations about their size against them, you gonna see a brand new day. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, and, that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's already 800 pound gorillas there. I've shut up enough now. Um, <clears throat> there, there's two reasons. There's two problems with that. Loud. First problem is, um, if you pin a get a corporation that does that, right? Okay. All that corporation's gonna do is, are they charging me the same? Yep, they are. So we're gonna go into, and we're gonna go into, and the corporation's gonna send one or two people, depending on what it is. One of them's probably gonna be a lawyer and say, alright, what can you do for us? Either you do something for us, or we're going to boycott your whole fucking world. Exactly. So then they say, well, hey, we're gonna give you, even though we're not giving anybody else, we're gonna give you this 200 down and, 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 and say 50 up is what they can get the max of, or whatever. And then we're going to lower your bill on top of that. Wait, wait, Just wait, because wait. you're a big... How's no, hold gonna... on, hold on. No, hold I'm on, confused. How does that help them? Because they still got... Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. You still got Microsoft helps them. like you're not subscribers gonna get... who right. can't access it. So that doesn't help them. What I'm saying is that's what a big company is going to try to do. Instead of fighting something like that, they're, they're going to try to say, what can we do as a... Because big companies don't have the same... Don't have the same anything that a small company has. Because no, of but money. you're you're, you're okay. not understanding my point. What I'm saying is, is that say for example they get with Comcast and Comcast is like, okay, here's my problem. I can cut you a break, and it's like, still, that's not helping me because my normal people can't connect to my service, so my subscriptions are going down. So what you gonna do for me? How about we bundle? I can see them saying the bundle thing, but at least yeah, but then... that's only that's they only keep that bundle for six months. Okay, <clears throat> this is something that I have gone to my personal provider, which is Charter. Far better than Comcast, Sorry, oh, yeah. Charter was <laughs> awesome. Um, I love Charter. But, but we're going to do, and I've asked them seriously, and I've even tried to get into a meeting with, you know, the higher ups, even just a, you know, not a board member. I don't want that. They're not even here in Michigan, but, um, just somebody that can actually tell me the reason. Like nobody at the, at the, at the cable company, internet company understands what a streamer is. Because oh, no. The, the one thing that everybody says to me is, it's like, well, your fan internet should be fast, sir. You have 60 download. Oh, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> I that. I know! I'm a streamer. <sighs> you know, I, say, I said, do you know what a streamer is? And he goes, well, yeah, you stream, you know, you stream to other people. I said, yeah, so how does that run exactly? Do you know how that, you know, 
well, when you when you download stuff, and they, all he was talking about download. I said, you realize that um, if I told you right now that half of what you just said was wrong, oh, no, I'm reading it from the book, sir. I said, I don't care. A streamer or a podcaster or, or anything has to upload to the Internet. So, therefore, when you're chopping our, our upload down to, you know, some people have 30 and 3 or 60 and 5 or 30 and 5 or whatever it is, how it is. Mine right now is 60 down, 5 up. Why can't I have more upload? So if I want more upload, and it goes up to 10 in Michigan, I can go and get spend triple the money and get a business class internet. Well, now I'm spending right. a lot more money, and my family can't afford that. So I have to just say, okay, I can't go with Comcast. Uh, sorry, Yogi, but Comcast in Michigan is really fucking good. Uh, um <laughs> But I can't go with Comcast because, of course, there's the Monopoly thing with Comcast and Charter. They're like arch rivals, dude. Like, if you come into our area, we're going to fucking all-out war on you. Yeah, that's BS. Like, I live in North Holland and, like, South Holland, where one of my teammates lives, is he lives in there and he has Comcast where I have Charter. And we're literally five minutes away. Literally. I can get in my truck and I can drive five minutes down the road on Mez House. Yep. Literally. And it, that, and it's just that division. If the, if the United States government would actually say, "Okay, internet companies, no more of this bullshit," you know, monopoly crap, to where another company can't. You might have internet you mean companies like that they did with wanna, telecommunications. Yes, because that was a wonderful experiment with, with Southern Bell. Southern Bell is one of the the and biggest. You're liking in, how this happened. No, no, I'm not. Listen, you're not taking anything I'm saying right now, are you? No, I'm not. Well, no, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Only like, because they already screwed up with the Ma Bell one. But I'm saying, but, but the, like Southern Bell is a, is a huge, uh, you know, where Southern Bell had everything south of the Mason-Dixon line, like kind of, you know, to where they said, okay, dude, you're way too big for your, your good, your goodness, you know, you're way too big for yourself. We're yeah. going to tell you, all right. That you have to break this up within the next six months, or you're getting huge fines and blah 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 blah. Okay. They need to do that with the internet companies too, to where like if there's a startup that wants to start up in doing being an internet provider, they can't because they have nowhere to have customers because everybody's got everything locked down already. Whether it's AT and T, whether it's Google, whether it's Comcast, whether it's Charter, whether it's Direct TV with their internet. I think they have internet, but you know all this other <laughs> stuff. And they do, they do, they do. Uh, yeah, um, but there's like you know, I wish. Why can't it just be? There's no equality in anything in the internet, and in, in even cable. Competition is a beautiful thing. It keeps people honest. Yeah, when you yeah. lose competition, and, bad things happen. And, and that's what just... they've done is they've eliminated the competition. They've eliminated the fact that they have other people right down the road that are trying to get the customer's business. So instead of making the customer happy and keeping the customer happy to keep their business, they're just saying, okay, well, go ahead, do what you want to do. But by the way, if you cancel our service, you have to pay us another $550. Well, that's because you said the contract thingy. But I'm just saying like, okay, this is where I'm so sorry. I'm a bit confused and you're just going to have to work with me here. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Consumer wise. They split up my bell. It did not improve. People, it's a mess. It's a hot mess. Because it's still AT&T lines. Everybody mm-hmm. had to build their own network. The war is real. And honestly, they're all the same monster. It's just what kind of dress he's wearing. That's it. But, 
over the United States, the phone services, and this is kind of why they, in my eyes, why they broke up Bell, Southern Bell or Ma Bell, however you want to call it, why they broke them up is because the phone is different than the internet or TV because the phone is considered a life-saving device in every state of the United States. If, uh, if you have a phone service, okay, it has to be affordable enough to where even the poorest families can get them. No offense if there's anybody here. And to where it yeah, has to work it was, because yeah. it's a life-saving device. So the phone phones, company, yeah. right, right. But I'm saying, they I know, I still, I still know people, but no, I'm saying. When the power goes out, you I need still, that landline. I still have it friends to where they actually don't have cell phones because either they live out in BFE and can't get service. So they oh, have okay. a landline. So okay. you got to remember that even though people have cell phones, the telephone is still a life-saving device. Oh my God, my friend just got impaled by a tree. Help! You know, not impaled, oh, but sta- no, you know no, 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 that no. kind of thing. They right. have to keep that up. So the 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 telephone, sir, Ma Bell, that is totally a different, whole different thing from what we're talking about now. Because right. of that, that's that kind of de- that they broke it up because they need to have it. They were so big they couldn't accommodate everybody's. You know, hey, I, my phone's dead, or they couldn't, they, they basically broke it up into littler sections so they could actually manage it better. Now that they're, that they're doing that now, they're not actually managing better. It's actually falling apart. But that's not on me. That's on them. I mean, that's on the United, that's, I mean, I wouldn't even say it's on the government. I would say it's on the people that are trying to run these things. Right. That's just me. That might be anyway. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking anything that's being said. I am not trying to sit here and take anyone's side. I was just stuck on when you said, yeah, the government should come in. And I'm like, that atrocity they called the phone service. You want them to do that to the internet? Phones are very easy to understand. Doesn't really take rocket scientists, rocket science to no, get it. I mean, pre, I, want- I mean, there's complications to it, but it's, it, most people get a phone. 90% mm-hmm. of the people in office still don't know what the internet is, and you want them to, ooh, that well, just you gotta, makes my well, whole head hurt. No, I'm not saying it like that. I want okay, them that's what to, I'm asking. I want them to eliminate the regulations <clears throat> for, listen, can I finish before you start making noises? I'm sorry, I'm not I trying want to them, on you, I'm sorry, I'm really I not. Wa- I want them to eliminate the regulations saying that I can't go to a different, you know, a different company. I want them to stop the monopoly. Is what I want them to do. I don't well, want them yeah. to break companies up because that would just that the breaking the infrastructure of a company is just killing the company as a whole. I don't want them to do that because that's something like Comcast, Charter, all these internet services. There's people that actually started back in the day and had a dream. I have a dream, you know that kind of shit. But it's it's to the point where they need to. The government needs to make a way to where they have to. They can stop the monopolization, not the companies themselves. But just to, to, cause like really Yogi, if Yogi could go somewhere else, he would. But right. no other company is allowed in, in his area because of Compact, Comcast has that area on lockdown. Like with the government, like you can't come into my area because this is mine. I pay for it or I right. do this right, right, or right, I have right. a contract yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, that I, that they need I to understand. stop that is what I'm talking about. Right. Okay. And see that. That I can, that totally makes sense. That's why I was like saying the things I was saying to kind of figure out where in the whole shebang you were talking. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be condescending or make you feel any kind of way. I was literally like, I'm so lost. I'd be lost. Um, it's okay. Um, so, I mean, all I'm, I, it, do I get it? Yeah. 
after seeing what life can be like once you move over to the, you know, you move Dark over side. from consumer to business, it's, you know, it's getting kind of tempting with being, since, you know, doing so many data intensive things with streaming, because when you pay that little extra amount of money, don't get on the phone and your stuff's not working. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That gets, it, it's taken care of with the quickness, people. It gets taken care of with the quickness. It's not, it, you know, it's no funny thing. It happens. I, I've, I've worked for companies that were, you know, that were on Comcast and it, in the business section, you can go with different companies. They have to, right? And moved them over to a totally different company called Cavalier and same pairs. I'm listening to the tech guys come out going, it's the same pairs. You know, it's our same network, right? I'm like, yeah, but there's a difference. See, you have to come out and fix these when it's a third party that's selling the service as opposed to when it's them. So we were on a, a DMARC where all the pairs were bad and they didn't want to have to fix them as AT&T don't have to fix them because so long as they're on the, um, the maintenance schedule, everything's gravy. If you're with another carrier, FCC says they have to fix them because they're dependent on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I do. And we're basically saying the same thing, just in yeah. two different ways. Totally different ways. Yeah, and I didn't understand what you're saying, so that's all I, I, that's all I meant. I'm right, you're wrong. Well, we gotta keep it moving, so, but real quick with the same in the chat. The only problem, this is the same, uh, Black Dragon is saying that the only problem with uh, doing the shared framework is that you know, unlike with with phone service, you have to run extra cable and all that stuff. So who's gonna who's gonna pay for that? And I get that, but there's ways there's ways to do it. There needs to be some someone needs to there needs to be some way to find, to get that. Maybe people petition and subsidize it somehow. You know, maybe get a pre sign up, and then a company says, "All right, it's worth for us to build that to Erica. We have this many sign pre sign ups, and then you know." Then the company sees how many the competition that the already established provider says, "Oh man, we're gonna lose all these customers." All right, let's let's work with this other provider and and see if we could maybe you know work with them or something, or or maybe we could give better better value to our existing customers so we don't lose them. You know, it, it'll, it'll it'll force good things to happen. You know, in theory, I mean, it'll put pressure where it needs to be. And you got to think about it too, with while why they are monopolizing all this stuff. But and I'm going to use yours. That means why Comcast is doing that. So because they don't have to get out and actually work, they can be lazy and say, "Well, nobody's going to fucking nobody can take our customers because we're not allowing anybody in here." Ha 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 ha. Oh yeah. If they were actually have to do that, they'd actually have to work to keep your business. Yep. That's what business should be: is have to you have to work. That's what streamers do. They have to be able to be. They have to work to keep you watching them. Mm-hmm. It's yep. the same thing. No, but uh, there are options, and I want everybody to know that I have filed a report against uh, Comcast with the FTC. I'm uh, I'm uh, working to get some uh, stuff going with the FCC. Uh, so that's in the pipelines, and I I filed a Better Business uh, report against them with Better Business Bureau. So. Fuck them in the ear, because there's just too many strikes. I'm usually patient, but I'm hemorrhaging money because they are making up numbers, overcharging me, and no one that you talk to, no matter how much they, they escalate, okay, okay, so I'm going to escalate it to the tier three support now. 
and then it's, and then no one can do anything useful except say sorry. They just say it in different accents. That's what we are doing to you. I'm sorry, sir. I do, I do not have access to that system. Like, what the fuck can you do? Can you tell me something useful you can't do? And then they always end the call. Like, is there anything else I can help you with? No, because there, there, there's nothing you can help me with to begin with. Well, that's why they outsource the jobs, honey. <laughs> oh, I know. It's great. And I, and I love it when people defend that. People defend that. It's like, well, if uh, if all those jobs were filled by Americans, they you know they, they ask for too much money, then the, that, that price would be passed on to consumers. Shut the fuck up. It's the fucking fat-ass, you know, executives that make, you know, millions of dollars a year, go into the office maybe once or twice a week, and spend the rest of the time getting their dick sucked and fucking going to the golf course, you know, on our fucking dollars, all right? Then that money doesn't trickle down. Yeah, welcome to the new trickle-down economy. That's what it is. Oh, the poor, the poor corporations, they don't got, they, they need to make, they need to outsource or else they go bankrupt. Oh, boo-hoo! Shut up. No. Little, I understand what a small to medium-sized business sends jobs overseas because they literally need some. I thought you were gonna say dick. I'm sorry. No, but no, not this time. But no, it's just I, I, I love that when people are like you get those guys that like they they come they were born with a spoon in their mouth, so they think every it's just like us, you know, middle class people being entitled again. Like, oh, you don't understand what it's like to run a Fortune 500 company. Oh, yeah, just, I, I don't know anything. I just happen to work at, at Wall Street and a bunch of Fortune 500 companies. But you wouldn't know that because you're already, you know, prejudging. Fuck you. You know, it's, it's yeah, the, the money is there. It just needs to be shuffled around. And, and they can still pass value down to the consumer if, you know, they stop putting the butt plugs in their asses. It, maybe a few less butt plugs every week. You know, they don't need freaking diamond-covered butt plugs. That's just a little little too much. There's more places they can save money, you know? Uh, one, one less cup uh, of Starbucks a day. I don't know. Less car- caviar, you know? They don't need to suck freaking caviar of a hooker's b- uh, belly button every day. You know? They're freaking blowing money. T.T. Collins? I can't see it because it's blue in that black. But, uh, yeah, he's got uh, five download. And he can't even change uh, ISPs because of this. See, T. Collins, if I had AT&T, and right up the street, people have AT&T. The moment they come to my area, and they said it's supposedly, I've, I've been talking to them, I said, build out here. I will jump on it, and they're thinking about doing it. I'll jump on it. I'd rather have a slightly slower internet connection that's more reliable and has a better upload. Because you can get SDSL through AT&T if you're close enough to the, to the, to the CO, and you'll get the same upload as you have downloaded. Two channels. And it's perfect, even if you do it on a dry loop, which means you don't have to have an existing landline. I, I am a big fan of DSO, and I would jump on top of that shit. Fuck yeah, Comcast. Show. Yep. F- fuck Comcast in the year. Bump that. I just, I just want the normal. I just want speeds that I can actually, basically. I don't want to be able to, you know, watch twenty movies at once or do we, you know, have ten streams open. No, it's not that. It's, I just want the reliability and the consistent service. To TSC. Oh, yeah, you're, when you're I watch a stream, much. and I, I think I might, you know, I, I originally thought it was like maybe malware with me, but, um, on, on a consistent basis, I'll be watching, you know, one of the, like the, the pro matches, like for CSGO or League of Legends, or, yeah, I still watch League of Legends, get over it. Um, you know, uh, uh some stream on Heroes of the Storm or another podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'll be watching it, and then of course, then my ISP, I call it a burp. They burp, 
and my internet goes down for a second, which then stops the stream. Right. And then it comes back up, then I have to reload the page. Right. And it's like, really? It's doing this again? Like, it's like, my my, my modem's fine, everything's fine, it's just my, my ISP is shit. Right. You know? I herp a derp. Gotta you know, love it. it. And, it, and that's what it is. It's just like a little, like a like a millisecond of the internet going, fuck you, but then it comes right back on, which then it doesn't reload the video once you lose it. So then you have to reload the page. Yeah. We're going to wrap up that, that discussion. We'll, we'll revisit that, but, you know, just educate yourself on what net neutrality means and get involved in ways that are meaningful. Educate yourself and help others be aware of what their rights are. It's not about being a title. It's about holding everyone accountable no matter how big they are no one's too big to go after fuck that you know if you got to go through through leverage people that have more pull than you you got to go through the ftc whatever you got to jump through hoops you know it's worth it because if that's the thing the reason they get away with it and there are documented cases where people are are abused by by isps doing these kind of shady practices that when the moment they magically the moment they file a ftc report a complaint against them Suddenly, their internet speed gets increased and the data cap gets removed. No more throttling, no more data usage charges. I've oh, seen these reports several times. Yeah. Why don't you do that so you can get yours done? I'm working on it. I, I finally had enough of it. I didn't want to make it stink, but you know what? I'm a pa- I'm a patient guy, but I'm dude seriously because like when you were streaming all the time. I could sit there and you know play with my son or do whatever, and we'd have you on. And he he'd laugh at you because he's like, hey, look at Yogi, he's dying. <laughs> and then, I you know, know. I like, know. To the to the big screen in the living room, there's nothing like watching a freaking retro game on a 50 inch. It's awesome. Oh, I know. I, I, I miss it so son, much. Hearing my son laughing his ass off because you died. It was just funny. My my, my retro Fridays. When you couldn't actually beat that boss because of a game glitch. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're talking about a secret of mana? Yeah, you'll yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got, we got Morgan, uh, Shadow Wolf in here. Let's pull him in real quick. But, oh gosh, dude, you should see some of the recent ones. The, the amount of, of cussing and, uh, raging. But yeah, I miss it. I used to do, Retro Fridays used to be like two to four hours each time. And now I, I do an hour, two hours tops because I have to be mindful of the bandwidth usage. Cause you know, that, Comcast gave me useful tips on how to better manage my data usage instead of, you know, fixing the root cause problem, which is Wait, fix your you fucking service. Huh? Can you go to cool school for that? For what? Networking and data usage and all that other bullshit. Oh, that's, that's, that's what I did for like over 15 years and I did coding jobs and stuff. I mean, nowadays I don't really do as much as still people, no matter what, you're always going to be the computer guy. Like, hey, can you write this program? Hey, can you fix my computer? Hey, can you fix my toaster? Uh, some one of these things is not like the other. Computer, <laughs> yes. Toaster, I'm not a mechanic. Thank you. But yeah, but anyway, let's jump into our, our back to our E3 discussion from last week. Uh, because I don't know we're running short on time, but there were some things that that Obi was telling me that we didn't really get to cover. We kind of glanced over. Now I know Lord Rakdos, we just heard a few seconds ago, was a big fan of Battleborn. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now he just has to go to the bathroom now because he just nutted in his pants. I still, I double checked all my press releases and stuff. There still wasn't that much in there. It was really skimpy, but I do have the official site on GearboxSoftware.com, and uh, 
I did a little more digging, and they uh, during E3 they had ten playable characters. The game is shipping with twenty five built in, not DLC, not expansions, not microtransactions. You get them as part of the game. Twenty five characters now. Some people want to heart keep harping. Well, this is more of a Borderlands game than a MOBA, but it's still got the MOBA element in there. There's just different kind of MOBA. People just don't, they think MOBA, and if it doesn't look like League of Legends, they're like, that's not a MOBA. Like, shut up. There's other MOBAs that are not League of Legends. Trust me. They don't all have, have to look and feel the same way. What That would be no fun. <laughs> the irony being League of Legends claims to be an RTS. Yeah, an ARTS, an action RTS. Action real-time strategy. Yeah. Ah. Uh, even Blizzard it breaks my heart sometimes because they don't want to. They don't want to own it. They're like, we're a hero brawler. No, just say you're a MOBA. Bring some credibility to the MOBA space. No, don't. It's okay. I know it has taint, but you guys can bring it some love again. Bring me love and dang. But Battleborn, yeah, Battleborn. I know they're still saying it's going to be released this year, but I don't know. I think it's going to be next year. But they're working really hard on this. They said that they're putting. Five times as much effort into each character in this game than they did in the characters in Borderlands. That's a big statement. Because, I mean, Borderlands is their flagship brand. It's what got them put on the, on the map. Because a lot of people don't know this, but the Gearbox team originally was responsible for creating the first Halo online code. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. and it, But they got, really, Borderlands is what got them known. And they, they said that the fact that they did so well commercially with Borderlands... That's why they're packing so much value into this game. And that gets me so excited. The only thing that has me a little concerned is that they're returning back to the multiplayer space where they have experience with multiplayer code and online experiences and all that. That's cool. But they're saying that they promise strong co-op as always and and a strong campaign. But they're saying there's also going to be a huge multiplayer scene, competitive scene, a competitive experience that will be esports ready. And I'm like, oh man. Can you really do all of those things to great effect? And then on top of that, if that wasn't auspicious enough, if those weren't enough uh, overachieving goals as it is, they're saying that with the way they have the talent trees and the thousands of choices you could do, like some of the choices are more binary than others, right? But you know, the, the, the different combinations you get in character builds, which are situationally adaptable, much like Heroes of the Storm, they're saying those thousands of choices will be perfectly balanced for competitive play. So can they do it? We will see. But uh, I recommend that you follow Randy P- Pitchford, the uh, president of Gearbox, if I'm not mistaken. He's at Duval Magic. because He's been giving out codes for things. Borderlands inclusive, whole games and in-game content. And now uh, that Twitter stream has been pretty uh, generous. We gotta snag it up though, because I was like twenty minutes late to snag up one. It was already redeemed. Like, damn it! <laughs> Who doesn't like free stuff? <laughs> Wait, who said they don't like free stuff? I don't know. Oh, oh was that you? No, of course not. <clears throat> Why would I say something like that? So, wait, what's going on here in the chat? A lot of things are going on here in the chat. <laughs> oh, so when people play the MOBAs? 
Yeah. Like, Kaka Yandy was like, I don't know why there's a lot of people that play those. I just don't can't get into. I tried Heroes. And, like, I'm, Heroes is just something that you, like, unless you, if, if you can't get it, like, on your own, like, to go in with somebody, like, I told her that. She's part of our. It's, fun. it's a lot more fun that way. Yeah, I agree. Like, but she's part of our fa- our Geeky Antics family. You know, the, the stream team at that. Yeah, I, I love her, Christine. Listen, we gotta play together. We just gotta commit. We get the whole crew together and play. It's such a different experience. Like, I love the game by myself, but when we get everybody together and we're getting all amped and we're like, "Oh, watch out! He's gonna get you!" Oh, he's there's a guy missing the lane, and it's like it gets really intense. Like, it to me is 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 as it's as uh, intense as like playing Crucible on on Destiny. It's just like so action packed. And and Heroes of the Storm, I think, is definitely the best entry point if you are not if you're otherwise not into MOBAs. Uh, now Gigantic might change that uh, if you prefer the gra- the gra- presentation like that. Gigantic, Smite, Battleborn, those are all good options. But it depends what kind of what kind of gameplay you enjoy, and that's that overhead. The isometric view is kind of off-putting for some people. Said the Spartan show in the house. Big Mike in the house. He's moving soon. Wait, where are you moving to again, man? Got a man. Everybody's got a nice bustling uh, crowd in here. Are you moving out of um, Washington? No, I think he's moving. To, I think he said he was moving to another town in Washington. Okay, because you know I want to be able to come visit you guys when I move too. So don't move out of Washington, please. <laughs> yes, and, and you can help Mike get on point with the podcasting stuff because he calls his shows a his shows a, a podcast, but he doesn't upload to iTunes. Oh, called out, son! <laughs> I didn't say anything, Mike. That was all that. Oh, Obi, yeah, we'll send Obi as the technical advisor. Yeah, whatever. He's he'll be my understudy, and I send him over. Yes, do that. <laughs> do it. Do and it. if it doesn't work, punch it. Punching works everything. God damn it. So, so Obi, you talked about Ion last week. That was your pick. Oh, dude. I wanna. I can't wait to play that game. Now, I try to look for some real gameplay. There isn't any. Yeah. It looks... The, the trailer looks very tempting. It looks... Now, he, all right. Now, this is the thing that scares me about it. Sean, the creator of Daisy, I think I believe that's his name. Sean Hill, I believe his name. He's a cool guy. Awesome accent. I think he's Australian, maybe. But, but, he doesn't have a good track record of seeing things through or keeping with deadlines. And I get it. It's hard when you're an indie. But, he said that he, he was honest. He said that he learned from his mistakes. He, he's learned to manage expectations better. And he's really excited about this. He's not making big promises like they're doing with other games. I think this is No Man's Sky without nearly as much hype behind it. And with a and a more, perhaps, more focused, structured experience. Like when you saw from the beginning of that tra- that one trailer they saw on the E3 stage, it looked like you had that whole universal gla- galactic kind of map where you could yeah, zoom you in and out. You don't have that. that no. Just something. No. No. It's it's <clears throat> the reason I'm gonna like it. You do have that map where you can zoom out, <clears throat> but not that in depth. That was done by the devs and. But it's gonna have, like, it's gonna have be more objective driven, right? Yeah, if you think about it, and don't think about it that it's gonna be like this, but the kind of mechanics that it has with the multi worlds, it's gonna kind of be like Star Star Trek Online. Uh, If you kind of, if you've ever played Star Trek Online, it has to where you can go to certain systems, 
or you can, you know, you can zoom in. Like, you can't zoom in. You just click on Star Trek here. You're supposed to be able to actually scroll wheel or zoom in on a, a part of the, the space map that you want to zoom in on. And then you'll see the stars. And, you know, they're, they're saying eventually, like, every star that you see out in the world, you can go there. Like, you can use move your mouse and go there. But having that much content, and I mean, that's going to be a huge freaking game. But still. I can't yeah. wait to see what's going on with it. I really, really, really... And don't get me wrong. I lo- I, no Man's Sky looks very promising, but I think they set the bar so high for when they first announced it, like, they first revealed it, what, like, uh, last E3 was, or two two or three years ago, maybe. Um, so they've had time to work on it. They're trying to go above and beyond that, and they're having a hard time doing that, basically. See, yeah, and, and, and to, to me, No Man's Sky is more high-concept, perhaps artsy, fartsy, like, it looks beautiful. It looks like it's a very sandbox kind of game, but Ion looks more like it's going to be more structured and objective driven. So I, I think if you want more of a deliberate experience with no more direction, the Ion might be. It may not be. It may not be apples to apples, but from what I've seen so far, I think Ion is more the kind of game most of us would like. And if you, unless you want that real open ended kind of do whatever you want kind of experience than No Man's Sky. And Beard and Hat kind of made a good point. Like, uh, no Man's, with No Man's Sky, it's either going to be a really fucking awesome game or it's going to be boring as shit. Um, hey, thanks for the follow. I really don't see any, like, in-between in that. Um, yeah. Now, it is, is it a game I, I, I want to play? Uh, just to, of course, just to try it out. But with the way, the kind of direction <laughs> I'm going in with the simulators and everything, I just... That's like... Tyreclaw just jumped us ahead, Obi. Can you see the next item on here? The oh. Tyreclaw said, you can already play a game like No Man's Sky. It's called Elite Dangerous. And yes, Elite yes. Dangerous. This is a series that a lot of people didn't know about, but it came out originally in 1984, the original Elite, as uh, one of the first games to really do the open world model. And it was released on a are very hard to come across. It was more like popular overseas. It was a rare platform called the BBC Micro, and then there was another one, I think the Acorn something. This is when microcomputers were like still kind of coming out and kind of finding their space. You know, you had your Commodore 64s and you know the ZX Spectrum and all these kind of things. Um, leading edge computers that are coming out. You guys remember those? But. <laughs> But it was an early 3D game, and it used a lot of, like, wireframes and simple polygons. Don't let me think about, like, Tempest, but a little more substance there. Then they have Frontier Elite 2 that later built upon the game with much more detailed graphics. And they had, like, two two more installments after that. And then it kind of just fell off. So now it's back. And from what I've seen of the, the preview version of the game, and you could pre-order it now for, like, $30 and then in a sense, something like that, plus tax, whatever. Um, so, you know, under 35 bucks, it, it looks good. And, and Chip Sella, Obi, our, our buddy Chip, he's a big fan of it. He says very complicated. He said it's a lot of depth. Like, it took him a while. Like, he's, he was, he was on for like an hour or two and asked him, how is it? He's like, I don't know. I'm still training. I'm like, what? Is it a force tutorial? He's like, no, I'm still trying to figure out all the controls and everything. Like, Damn, is that deep? <clears throat> it's as, it's as deep as our last one. Gonna be. Ion. Oh, the next one. Oh, the last, last one. Rainbow Six... Yeah, 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 yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, guys. Now, um, in the past, I've brought up to saying, hey, guys, we're all going to get Rainbow, you know, Rainbow Six, and what was it called? It was the one that basically nobody wanted to play anyway. 
Um, it wasn't. Was it Siege? No. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? The Another Rainbow time classic game? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Phantoms. It was. It was one of the like. It was Siege or the one that just came out. I don't remember. Maybe it was Siege that I was hyping up. I still want to play this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, for everybody that knows, try to get into the closed beta, guys. Um, I'm gonna be trying, even though I'm like simulator basing myself with my streams and everything. Um, I'm gonna actually try to get into the closed beta, but it, that closed beta does start nine twenty four two thousand fifteen. So we still got a couple of months to try to get in it. Send your emails or send your send your you know hey I want to be in the beta because they're starting to give out codes here shortly. Unless they are giving them out now already, but I don't I don't think so. There's still one hundred alpha codes left. One hundred. Or about there. There's got to be more than that. There's got to be more because the closed they actually, beta... They actually put a press release out. So, like, um, was saying that... Uh, not not with the starting date, but about the uh, the closed closed beta. So, this that's for the beta. The alpha is still... There's still probably 100 spots in there. I'm talking about the, 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 the beta. Because the alpha is where there you can get early access, but we're still fixing everything, so you got to deal with it. Kind of like what Heroes of the Storm did. Yeah. Um, but for those that want to get the beta and try to get it, I'm going to try to get it. Uh, fuck, let's play it together, guys. And I don't know exactly what specs you need. I've heard that you, it's going to be a game kind of like Arkham Knight, where if you have a potato, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't start that elitism again. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you you yourself, okay? If anybody asks you, hey, how do I optimize my computer so that I can play these high-profile games... That you know that you're playing with your computer, you know what I mean? Because you you you've had it to where you've told people like I have a crappy computer, but I play these games because I know how to optimize them. You know what I'm saying? You can still do that. Yeah. But I'm saying like to have those graphics all the way up. I mean, you might have to play at a lower setting. But like I said, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Um, I mean hype. I mean for those that aren't showing Tom Clancy a, a lot of love, give him a chance. Um. You know, I really believe, in my own opinion, Tom Clancy has made a bunch of great games. Yes, he's failed at a couple. Eh, he has failed at a couple. I can, we won't get into that, but he's made a, they've made a bunch of great games. So it's just, give him some more love. Try it out. Watch gameplay. Watch footage. Watch, watch anything you can watch to make your decision. Or wait for me to get the beta and I'll stream it. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, what do you think, Yogi? Ah, uh, so what is this? Uh, September twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen, closed beta. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spearhead the Xbox One t testing me things. Well, I'm gonna try to get it to where I uh, get on, and we'll do a review on PC too. Yeah, I have to do both. My rig should be back up by then. My rig will definitely support it, but uh, this rig could support it too. But yeah, I want. I would want to get the full all that destruction. I want all the particle effects and yeah. <laughs> Did Ivy lie to me herself because she didn't want to like derail us or something? You miss you, Ivy. I don't like <clears throat> Ivy. Ain't talking no more. I'm I like, know. Come on, Neek. Don't be. Don't I be a stranger. I'm depressed now. <laughs> We, we we did that hot button topic. And by the way, we we didn't introduce that Morgana Freya are in here now. Morgana Freya and uh, Shadow Wolf are in here now. Hello, hello guys. Thank you. <laughs> I saw I taught a ponytail. I did, I did. 
Yeah. We went deep on the on the quickie there. <laughs> Balls yeah. deep, as in the loud set. Oh, baby! No, but I'm really passionate about that. I mean, I want people to educate themselves and be aware, like, you know, if, if you're being abused as a consumer, it doesn't matter if it's a video game company, uh, internet service provider, whatever, you have rights. Like, the whole thing about um, refunds with video games. Why is it that video games, like places that sell video games, make it so hard to return video games? God. Technically, it's not legal because with everything else, if you're not satisfied with the purchase, you return it. You might, there might be a restocking fee, but you can return it. You know, with video they games, should, they make they, they make shouldn't even be a restocking fee. They should be able to get what I paid for it. They should be able to give it back to me. Like seriously, that's that's between them and the company, not me. Yeah. Like, if they have a lot of return, they got to take up with the company. Like, yo, a lot of people returning this game because X, Y, and Z reason. You got to fix it. Yep. Well, yeah. but I'm saying, but then the company can return it to them. Now, 90% of what's going on right now, or not, I say percentages all the time, but a lot of what's going on right now is companies are saying, okay, sorry, you bought that game. We told you that you can't return it or there's no return policy. Sorry. Uh, you can trade it. Like, I don't use GameStop. You can trade it in for a store credit. Uh, but we're only gonna give you what? That's a brand new game that just came out yesterday. We'll give you five bucks for it, bro. Yeah, it's so stupid. You know, and then then you try to call back to the company. We'll return it back to the local store, though they won't let me. Well, okay, I go back to the local store. Well, you gotta call the company. Well, and then it's just a hassle. By the time I'm done and I actually maybe get my money back, it's a year or six months to a year later, and I'm through with these fuckers. That's why GameStop's going the the same route that Blockbuster and other companies did. Yeah, they're they? going down too. Because they're trying to screw their 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 customers. Yep. Well, what can you do? But anyway, uh, more E3 stuff before we wrap up. Actually, I, I would like to do the dust stuff before we wrap up. We got like well, 20 minutes. We got, we got 20 minutes, dude. We need to start doing the dust off now. All right. Well, just just a few things. There's a few more things that I wanted to bring up. So Shenmue is close to four million in funding now. There's a lot of hate about about uh, against the game. You know, it's a big company, blah blah blah. And they're like, oh, Sony's just gonna use that money to. Get richer, and uh, I'm like, I don't. A rich I don't agree. I disagree with what they're doing. Okay, as they went up startup, but starter startup or how whatever Kickstarter is not for the big company. I'm sorry to say that, but it's not. I mean, you just you just basically credibility wise took startup from a you know, oh, this is awesome. Thank you guys so much for helping me. I love you guys dearly. And giving somebody a dream to a big company saying, well, we'll just go on a startup because we know we're going to get 20 million easy. But, and that's just, that's just, I mean, go somewhere else besides startup. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think if you Suzuki, if you, if you Suzuki really shopped it around, someone would have bankrolled it. Some publisher or um, Microsoft. That wants to go on, on Kickstarter can't because. You have all these huge freaking games that now you're shuffled down to the bottom and people actually have to scroll to find you. Or even not scroll, just have to type in your name, but I mean... Well, the thing is, it's not a, it's not a Sony exclusive, right? right. But Sony, and Sony was made it very clear that, that even though they were very proud to, to reveal this, the game during their conference, it's not their property. But then they were like talking about like how they're like really like Oh, the fans have been asking for this. When we asked all the fans, like, what game they would like to see on the PlayStation 4 more than anything, Shenmue 3 was at the top. Like, so why didn't you fund it? Like, ah, don't get me started. Um, so, 
the other thing, so we talked about the preview program on Xbox. Make sure you download that app because that's really cool. Um, and it has a little quest and uh, you can earn reward points and all this stuff. Uh, another thing that kind of happened out of nowhere, and I saw this come through on the, on the newswire. It kind of happened during E3, I think, but it wasn't a huge announcement. Capcom is supposedly working on a new puzzle fighter. It's a Ghostbusters puzzle fighter. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I'm just happy Capcom is doing something new. That that I'm, I'm that makes me happy. I don't care if it's a stinker. They do something other than Street Fighter and Resident Evil, so that's cool. I mean, nothing against those two game, those two franchises. I, I like I like them both, but yeah. By the way, let's do the dust off. Uh, we're gonna talk more about E3, but I think we covered all the main games. We really wanted to give more love to. And again, I gotta say, Rare Replay Collection. I know Obi's excited about it. The Rare Replay Collection, thirty I games, thirty bucks. And I don't even have an Xbox. So I can't wait. Like, to wait. when I get the Xbox, I'm that's one of the first things I'm gonna be like, hey, I need baby, I need thirty bucks so I can go buy this. Like, and it might be cheaper. It might be you know, it might be an exclusive to where I can't get it later. But if it is, then oh well, I'm still gonna buy an Xbox. Yeah, and it, so that I'm I'm really excited about that. I mean, just Battle Toads alone, but so many other games on there: Snake Rat on a Roll, and uh, some uh, so many great games that Rare is just awesome. And the record record that game we talked about the Gears Four, the Division. Ah, uh, so much hype. But anyway, Division. That's what it was. But it wasn't I talking to hardcore about the doing the you know Tom Clancy's the Division, or was it the Siege? I think it was. I don't think you ever got excited about the Division. The Division is the one where... Yeah, you were hyping Siege out the butt. Yeah, Siege was the one... Yeah. I'm still hyping Siege out the butt, so whatever. <laughs> the Division is more like... It's like... I guess you could say it's Destiny with be- probably better looting and teamwork yeah, and a uh, more tactical shooter. But guys, we are actually going to get into a little bit about with the dust-off hashtag, the dust-off. Uh, we've been gaming hard, and we need to really catch up on our latest gaming obsessions, wish list, playlist, everything else. So, um, we'll get right into there. There's, I, I didn't read this part anyway. But let's, uh, we're gonna get into it. Let's talk about some of the games that we actually been playing, and actually playing more or more than not. Um, and I'll kind of go first a little bit. You guys all know, if anybody watches the stream, I play simulator games. I'm trying to kind of transition into more of the simulator type um, when I stream, of course, because in my eyes, in my opinion, people are liking that more. So it's like, uh, you know, car simulator, I, car mechanic simulator, I love it. Um, uh, it's basically you guys can go and play a car mechanic and do different things, go to the auction. Now, it doesn't get really in-depth where it goes. You have to change the sensor or anything, but the common car parts, the alternator, the the uh the fuel pump the 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 crankshaft the the back axle I mean you could take everything apart and put it all back together which is cool um another one that I've been playing quite a bit of is uh, Farm Simulator 2015 now you guys know I have 2013 and so we're we're jumping on the bandwagon um and playing 15 um and just having a blast we can get mods in there we can get different cool tractors and I, we can set it all up so people can come join us. Uh, it's just awesome. So, um, uh, 14, I really didn't play it because I was broke at the time and then <laughs> something else caught my eye probably. But, yep. um, uh, and then uh, a lot of these simulator games that we are playing right now, that I'm playing right now, we're going to be actually contacting the developers and stuff like that to where we can get the next game. 
and actually do it and actually review it, maybe get some copies for everybody, for a few people to, to play with me and stuff like that, which is exciting on my end. But um, uh, Tabletop Simulator is another one that not only myself have been playing, but the game. Uh, usually after, sometimes after, you know, Horseplay Live, we'll get on and play Cards Against Humanity or we'll get on and play something. Um, as for mods with Tabletop Simulator, we haven't really got on and, and, and got a lot of mods. Because it's kind of the point where I don't want to download a bunch of mods that people aren't going to really play with. Kind they're of small. They're small, though. At least. Well, you know what I mean. Like I yeah. could get a, I could get a mod really fast from the workshop and be done. You know, if somebody thinks says something about it. Um, and as far as any other, uh, uh, Full Mojo is another game that I've been playing. Um, where I think, uh, I think Morgan is playing this too. Um, there was a a bunch of them uh, that they were trying to beat each other's high score. You know, stuff like that. The, the, the pinball is another one. The pinball FX2. Uh, if you guys aren't on pinball. Wait, you're playing that? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, bro. What tables are you playing? You didn't tell me that. I only have the first table. I only have the original one because I can't buy anything. Else. Oh, the, um, um, the one with the kids, the two kids yeah, going through a sp- yeah. spooky heart for it. Yeah, I, feel like yeah, I have that one. And me and Fatal are actually battling back and forth for the top score for that one. So. Oh, God. We have to compare scores. Um, but, uh, one of the last ones that I've been playing, and I actually got a server to see how it's actually going to work out, was ARC, Survival Evolved. Um, now, and and yes, there is a Geekantic server. Um, um, I'm still, I mean, it's it's really hard to actually moderate this server, because for the fact I don't know much about it. My, my, the guy that says he was going to help a lot is gone, so it's like... (laughs) I'm still trying to figure this out by myself, so you guys can't get on ARC. That's how it always works out. Please, please be patient, because if I get too much BS, I'm just going to drop it. You know, just you know, be patient with me. I will figure it out. If I can't figure it out, I'll make sure I find somebody that can figure it out. But please, be patient. So, Yogi, how about you, man? What um, What's some of your dust-off moments? I got games? back into Hearthstone something fierce, and part of, a big reason part of that is just mobile makes it so much easier. If I'm like, you know, resting my old man back, I play some Hearthstone on the phone or tablet, and it's a lot more convenient. And then uh, a lot of my f- old friends are playing more because of that. So it's, and, and new friends too. I was playing IB Loud, and uh, they got the Tavern Brawl, and that's really cool because every week, you know, it seems like they do it every week or every other week. It's going to be new rules for the Tavern Brawl. Like last time, it was Nefarian, uh, the, yeah, Nefarian, right? Nefarian versus Ragnaros, and the, and it, like epic battle, and this week it's um you you create a custom deck just for the brawl, but then the 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 bonus the the, the different rule to it is that every time a minion dies, you get a random banana, and bananas give you different buffs or spells or whatever. They're like small spells, small buffs, you know, and, and and it changes the dynamic completely how you do the deck building, and it's it's just really cool what they're doing with that. Um, I mean, Blizzard's always good about keeping their properties fresh and. You know, more and more, it's making me want to go into Diablo 3, and finally, and I'm like, damn, they keep adding more content to all the games, I want to get into it. The one thing I won't touch, World of Warcraft, nope, can't do it, nope, can't, no, 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 that'd be a time sink. But just everything else they're doing, who? Yes. Um, Fallout Shelter, this was announced during E3, I, I, I forgot to mention it, it was announced that Sunday, when Bethesda had, Bethesda had their first press, presser at, uh, at, uh, E3, and it was just, Epic and Fallout Shelter is cool. It's like Tiny Tower meets meets The Sims, and it's just so cool. Like it's resource management, but you also get a little bit of like 
like uh, customization of your characters. You get to see the different personalities. You got to get a feel for who who works well together, and it's just really cool what they got in there. Like, like there's a lot of depth in the game, and it is a free game. They have some microtransactions, but like there's no paywall. It's one of those things where it's like, man, I, I want to stop being a cheap bastard and just throw them some money because I actually really appreciate this game. Uh, I will say I'm playing on the iPad 2. It seems to crash a lot on there. I think the iPad 2 is finally just like, you know, supposedly Apple devices never fail, but this iPad 2 is fail sauce city right now. Um, but I'm sure, I, I think a lot of things now being, you know, optimized for the, the newer devices. But it, on the most part, it, run, it runs, for the most part, it runs well, but right now and then it just crashes. Especially if it loses the online connection. It doesn't need an online connection, but initially it checks the service for new content or whatever. I don't know what it does, but I think that's the issue. Uh, as all we mentioned, Farming Simulator 15, we've been playing that. I'm playing on the Xbox One side. I put a review up on allgames.com. Still playing Destiny. Cut back a little bit on my time on it. Because, you know, work and, you know, gotta give other games love. I gotta say, I'm proud that I did not spend a single red scent on the steam summer sale there were a lot of tempting things holy hannah but i was like no 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 i just if it's not something i'm gonna play within the next uh, few weeks then I'm, I, i'll wait for the next sale <laughs> right. um I, i've been playing pinball effects as, as, as well pinball effects 2 and uh by playing xbox one and pinball arcade pinball arcade it has a lot more realistic tables like something you would actually see in the arcade, like more replicas. But I feel like the overall graphics and customization of Pinball FX2, at least the polish that it has, is better there. But Pinball Arcade is pretty cool. There's no slouch. Uh, just Zen Studios, I think. They, Zen Studios have perfected their Pinball FX series. And they keep coming out with new tables, like the freaking Star Wars Rebels table and the Portal table and all the Marvel collections. And, ah. Uh, and I got a few of them. So if you're on Xbox Live, go challenge my score, my scores on there. I, I, and I, I need to go challenge my own scores and get the, set the bar higher for some of them. Cause some of my scores are really pitiful. It's like my ball just goes straight down the middle every time. Like, oh, good thing I had a ball save. Uh, EA Access, I was messing around with that. I think it just stopped being free on Xbox Live. Hopefully they'll extend that. But I was really enjoying Battlefield 4. Uh, the staple Peggle 2. I was playing it for, to be an achievement horror. But that's always a fun game. What up, what up, podcast, uh, popcap? Hello guys. Hi, hi. I play NBA Live 15. That game is rigged. I can't hit a freaking three pointer for shit. And, uh, here's a star, of course. Always play that. Not as much as I used, as I used to, sadly, but that's my fault. Uh, I play Massive Chalice. I think I talked about this last week. That it's like a tactics game, but it's really like it's really cool. It's it, it's the free game on Xbox Live right now. Games are gold, so make sure you snag snag that. It's really cool. If you like XCOM, Massive Chalice, check it out. It's cool. Uh, Happy Warriors Smite. I might be. It might be. Check it on Steam. I didn't check on Steam. The last game I want to talk about that I'll come back to you guys with. Okay, now we gotta wrap up. Iskara the Blade Remains. Has anybody heard about this? Quickly, anybody? No. No. <clears throat> it's an arena combat game where you're all like fantasy characters. Now, I know right away they sound like another MOBA, right? But they're not calling it a MOBA, so I'll just play along. But I got a, I got a code from the, our friends over at Video Game Outsiders. Thanks, Michelle. They actually explained this game as an arena. I think they did. 
I mean, yeah, I know that's in the name MOBA. I forgot what they actually positioned it as. But still, it's a smaller company. This game looks good. It's got, like, all kinds of crazy stuff in there. Uh, and, 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 and the guys at Video, uh, video Game Outside were urging people to, to come support it because, like, there's not enough players playing the game right now, which is kind of sad. So I, I'm going to play this. If, if you can jump on it, I think it's still early access. Uh, do so. Um, I'll let you actually hold off on it. Cause let me see if it even works on this rig. I'd be loud hate this. Why? Oh. No, look. I, wait, no. There she is. All right, we're good. <laughs> I was here the whole time. I was just keeping quiet. No, I, I, I knew it. I was, like, I was like, it's okay. She goes, I don't want to take over the show. I said, I okay, but not talking at all is making me sad. That's why I started crying, and that's why I said that. So she talked. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Yogi. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, somehow we reminded Christine, aka Cupcake Envy, who we always uh, shout out on the show. She, I reminded her of her vault. Oh, because of the EA Access thing? So you thought about the Destiny vault? I can see that, that tangent. Our minds work in strange ways. Uh, yeah, see? Never crashing iPhone 6 because it's, it's a newer device. It's like the flawless Apple devices that are, are, they start to show their age after a while. But they don't depreciate in value. Like, you still sell it for the original price. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, now we gotta wrap up. But don't worry, I'll cut out the extra fat when you guys listen on the podcast for the iTunes and switch it on and stuff. But BFT wanted to confirm that Superfight is officially on Tabletop Simulator. Yes. By the way, everybody. Oh, Vault Dwellers. Gotcha. That Vault. Yes, I got your mind too. But anyway, I'm not gonna put on anything other than I'm Yogi Zilla everywhere. I'm gonna Xbox Live. Alright, everybody else go. <laughs> oh, but you're rushing me. So try to wrap it up. No, I just said it's time, dude. I don't okay. You you trim you can you can sit there and you have a program that will take everything up uh, less than a you know half a second of space and delete it. So I mean I'm good. I was just kind of giving the time thing. Lord Rakdos, where can we find you at, sir? Awesome, that's very good. Morgana, <laughs> where can we find you at, sir, ma'am? <laughs> I think he just got back. Yeah. Um, I am Morgana Freya. Everywhere, I think I'm Morgana Freya 13 on Facebook, but otherwise, Morgana Freya everywhere, Twitch, um, Twitter, and yeah, pretty much everywhere. Yes, ma'am. Lord Rakdos, how about you, sir? I am Lord Rakdos everywhere. Great matters, Lord underscore Rakdos. Yay! I be loud. I'd be loud in the building representing the Gods of Mayhem. We are at godsofmayhem.com. Most uh, social sites, you'll see us as Gods of Mayhem. Thanks for having us. Cool, cool. Shadow Wolf, are you, uh, do you want to put anything out or you just want to say, uh, I'm me? What about you, buddy? Sweet. Guys, he I- has no virtual presence. Got it. Um, <laughs> guys, we do want to make sure that let you guys know Horseplay Live is everywhere you can listen to or download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com. Please take a few minutes, thumb out, favorite, subscribe, even share. Um, even better, let's get some reviews and comments rolling. It's quick and easy. It really helps us out. Thanks to everyone who's been pimping out our content. We really, we love you very much. Thank you. You guys like eye candy? We have video as well. You guys can go check us out on YouTube and Twitch. Right here on twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. YouTube.com forward slash geekyantics. But here on Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with allgames.com, our All Games Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we, we cover and we, we, we can't possibly tell them all. So if you guys want to see any of the shows, the full podcast lineup, 
guys go to geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. Yes, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, basically the whole weekend is our biggest podcasting streaming days for now. If you guys want to become a part of it, let us know that you want to do that and tell us what you want to do. We are looking for podcast hosts, writers, broadcasters, streamers. So let's connect and brainstorm together, guys. It's it's a lot easier and hey, truth, it's a lot funner to see what other people think. You know, other the other things that people come up crazy like. So before we go, you guys can check me out at Obi One X Two everywhere. That's yeah, everywhere. Ooh, got that burp going. Everywhere, guys. Of course, go check us out on our ARC server. But if you guys are listening to AllGames.com, the Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking show is up next, followed by the B Team Podcast pot at 9 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to hang out in the chat room by clicking the live or chat button to say hi. But for now, guys, we're going to see you guys next week. My name is Obi1X2, Yogizilla, Morgana Perea. Shadow Wolf, thank you for coming, guys. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Hello, Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.